Grand Rising, everybody, this is Goddess Speaks. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast. I hope your AM is going well or you've gotten rest. I haven't slept yet. I'll probably go to sleep in the next four hours. Anywho, um, so today's podcast is going to be about a movie or a documentary I've seen called What Happened, Nina Simone? So give me one second, please. I think the only way to tell you who I am these days is to sing a song. We'll start from the beginning. My mother was one of the greatest entertainers of all time. When she was performing, she was an anomaly. She was brilliant. She was loved. She went out on stage. She became Nina Simone. My mother was Nina Simone 24-7. And that's where it became a problem. Everything fell apart. She was a revolutionary. She found a purpose for the stage. I choose to reflect the times and the situations in which I find myself. Can you be an artist and not reflect the times? There was something eating at her. When the show ended, she was alone, full of anger and rage. I have to live with Nina, and that is so difficult. Nina was fighting demons. She could get violent. Hey, girl, sit down. The change in her would be dramatic, like a switch. Sit down. As fragile as she was strong. As vulnerable as she was dynamic, most people are afraid to be as honest as she lived. I've had a couple of times on stage when I really felt free. The high priestess of the is Nina Simone. Nina Simone. Nina Simone. She was a genius. She was brilliant. But she paid a huge price. That was a very good documentary. Okay, you guys, so the movie What Happened in the Simone is on Netflix, and her daughter executive produced it. They all came together. So let me just give you a little background. Nina Simone is definitely not her real name. One moment. So Nina Simone was born Eunice Catherine Wayman, Known professionally as Nina Simone. She was a singer, songwriter, musician, civil rights activist. Her roots were uh, including classical jazz, blues, folk, R&B, gospel, and pop. She was born February 21st, 1933 in Tyron, N.C. And died on April 21st, 2003 in France. And her husband is named Andy Strout, 1961 to 1971. And 
She had another spouse, Donald Ross, from 1958 to 1960, and she had one daughter named Lisa Simone. So basically, thank you for the favor. I'm doing great. How are you? So basically, when Nina Simone was a child, she grew up in the country. And obviously, back in the 30s, shit was all segregated and stuff, which I feel segregation definitely was not a bad thing for people that look like me because we had our own stuff. Everything you can think of, hotels, taxis, schools, hospitals, banks, all these things. We had all these things our own until we wanted to segregate with the others which now we don't really own anything and we don't really respect each other enough to like try to lift each other up. We're constantly tearing each other down. So at the age of four, uh, Nina learned how to play classical music. And at a very young age, she definitely experienced racism, obviously in the South. So she was putting, playing a, at a recital and the European people told her, well, your, your mother and father have to send it back. And as a little child, she said, you know what? I'm not going to play if you don't let them sit next to me. So the woman who taught her how to play piano would have her do like all of these um, like shows as a child so she could get into school. And then I believe she went to Chicago tried to get in this music school but because of her skin tone they did not let her get in and her family had moved and her whole goal was to be the first jazz musician at the time to play at the, the Carnegie Hall so once the money ran out she ended up working at like these bars and all this type of stuff and it took her six months to figure out that I did not get in that uh, the music school because of my skin color. Second time she had racism. She said as a child, her parents never talked about racism and segregation. And I feel like that's kind of strange because how would a child know how to respond if he or she felt, oh, this person's my friend. And then one day they'd be like, uh-uh, inward. Uh, I mean... We really have to teach our children, and it's sad that we don't want to talk about stuff because she was born around the time my grandmother, said so my grandmother was born in the 20s, um, and all she ever wanted to do was take care of her family, so she started, thank you for the favor, she started doing local concerts and um, playing at these bars. And it was weird. So, like, back then, and I would say until, like, the 60s, I guess. I'm going to guess the date. She played at this, this jazz bar, but her, her Christian parents always thought that rock and roll and crap is like the devil's music, which is the dumbest crap. They did it to um, a whole lot of people. They would say, that's the devil's music. I can't believe you listen to that. R&B can be R&B could um, be very sexual. Pop can be very sexual. Like, rock can be very sexual. One of my favorite songs 
is called Crazy Bitch by Buck Cherry. And the lyrics go, hey, you're a crazy bitch and you fuck so good. Like, I like shit like that. Anywho. So she would have to go instead of by Eunice. Eunice, she would go by Nina Simone. So her mother wouldn't know she was playing at a bar. She would play from midnight to seven. She always said as a child, she spent her whole entire life literally learning how to play jazz on the piano and doing different things of such. And then she said she never really felt like she fed in, like the Europeans didn't like her. And then the children that looked like her basically wanted her to just play the piano so she could dance. And then she just felt alone as she played piano and all these different things. So then one day at the bar, they said, if you don't start singing, Nina, you're fired. So all she wanted to do was make money to take care of her family. So then she started getting notoriety. And then I would say at this time when she was in like Chicago, she was about 19. She had been kind of more known that she met her husband or a guy she liked at the time and she's like do you want to see me they end up getting married he ends up man managing her he was a cop what the heck is his name i can't remember i don't like her ex-husband oh there is fat ass is his name is um andy strout everybody used to be scared of him and then it he quit his job as a cop to manage his wife, Nina, and then he just started beating her ass, and she started getting really depressed, and, or if she would try to talk, he would just slap the shit out of her, like, how, how is reverting to violence, like, gonna help? I'm just saying. So she started just getting depressed and depressed, and it was to a point where she would have to take uppers and downers, uppers and downers. And then her song that really upset the Europeans was this one, which is Strange Fruit, which Billie Holiday or her didn't write. I don't remember who wrote it because it was before my time, but I love the song. Hold on. Strange Fruit. Nina Simone. Simone. Okay, let's listen. At Credit Card, zero is our favorite number. Zero clouds, zero mosquitoes, and zero interest for up to 18 months. With a 0% interest. Seven feet. Barren, strange fruit. Blood on the leaves And blood at the roots Black bodies swinging in the southern breeze Strange fruit Hello. From the poplar trees. 
them big bulging eyes and the twisted mouth scent of magnolia clean and fresh then the sudden smell So that song started to piss off white people when freaking uh, Billie Holiday started singing that song, which she didn't write it. Every time she would perform this song, she would get arrested. And upon the day she died, this racist white cop tried to plant drugs on her and and um, arrest her as she's dying. Like, who the fuck does that? But in the movie, I'm sorry, I'm going off topic. In the movie, she goes... Billy Holiday goes, you bitches ain't got shit on me. Your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, and your children gonna be seeing strange fruit. And it's like, why, sometimes I wonder, do others get mad at us folks for expressing ourselves when if you weren't a racist piece of shit, then we wouldn't have to worry about this shit. You know what I mean? We wouldn't have to sing songs like that. I can never imagine seeing shit like that i could only fucking imagine the shit my grandma used to have to go through being biracial in the south i could only fucking imagine how fucked up that time was anywho so they started getting mad about that and then she started being introduced to the black panther party which lightened a lot of her civil rights activism and in her concerts Nina would start singing more songs like that, and they basically blackballed her. And she was real temperamental. Later on, they found out that she was like bipolar and manic depressive. 
her coon of a husband, I'm going to say, Mr. Andy, tried to say that the Black Panther Party was a terrorist party, but we protected each other. In 2021, there's only three people I know currently that would really kill somebody or harm somebody if they were trying to harm the household, meaning police and all that. We don't really have the passion that the Black Panther Party had. And Fred Hampton started the free breakfast program at age 16. He was killed when he was in his 20s by racist cops because they were mad. They, they shot him while he was sleeping. Like, that's some weird stuff. So she started saying a lot of, like, things like that, how she hated white people. And they weren't letting her book anymore because... They called her like irrational or whatever the case may be, but I can, couldn't imagine being born like from 1933 on back. Like, fuck that shit. I would be, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to handle that. Anywho, so after she wasn't making money anymore, she started writing her husband and was like, I'm tired of you beating me. I'm leaving you. So then she moved to Africa, was really happy but she wasn't making money, so she started singing at bars for like $300 a night. Then she moved to Switzerland and was sleep, was was singing um, at bars for three dollars to $500 a night. And then her daughter ended up being really upset with her because she just started abusing her like her father would abuse her mother. And she said, I think both of them is crazy. Because there's no way, honestly, if I was in the industry that I would be managed by my man. Like, that's just business and pleasure don't really go together. And one night, a man was a big fan, wrote her a letter and was like, I love you, Nina. And her husband beat her ass. Who does that? But then you quit your job to be her manager. Like, nah. So she was just saying how she didn't want to live anymore how she freaking hated this. And then finally, one of her good friends came out and was like, Nina, you're not okay. Ends up getting a doctor to check her out. And they say you're bipolar with manic depressive. There'd be times where she would show up in rags. And and they would say she was irrational where she would like lash out in anger and hit people. But I think a lot of that stemmed to being getting your ass whooped if you're a uh, victim of domestic violence you still have post-traumatic stress disorder even if you're away from that person for years like they literally make you cringe and I tell people when this type of situation happens you have to heal because your whole family is in pain including your freaking children like the crazy stuff I was told was a young woman shared with me that her sister's man was so crazy that one night he was so pissed off that he literally drove them head on in traffic. His bitch ass died and she survived. Another man in my state convinced his girlfriend to get back in the car or his ex. He drove him into the lake like crazy shit like that is like real fucked up. So I think she started lashing out and she just said... She had this anger built inside, and even at her, her career, she did not want to do that kind of music. She wanted to do classical music. And crazy enough, 
after she died or something like that. The school that wouldn't let her in ended up giving her an honorary doctorate degree in music. So I really recommend um, watching um, the documentary on Netflix called What Happened Nina Simone. And also, I'm going to share one of my favorite Nina Simone songs in this podcast shall be over. Hold on one second. It's called Four Women. I was listening to her on my way home, but her voice is so smooth that it was making me go to sleep. Ever wonder if your life could have been break. totally different? Sweet thing 
motherfucker. They edited it. Censorship, y'all. Everybody, thank you for tuning in to my podcast. If you haven't already, please favor me, share it, listen to it. Thank you.